Prologue The room was cold as he slept, the result of Chase Wright being unable to afford a space heater or window to replace the cracked and bullet-riddled one currently hidden behind a thick blue cotton sheet. The curtain was rippling in a soft breeze, looking like a gently undulating ocean. The room was dark. A gust of wind that slipped past the curtain caught Chase, waking him. Sitting up, exhaustion on his face, he rubbed the tired from his eyes, threw his tattered blankets aside, and ambled to his bathroom wearing nothing but blue boxers. Chase flipped on the bathroom light, lifted the toilet seat, and let his piss fly. As he pissed, he looked in the mirror hanging on the wall to his right. The hanger was gold-framed and blotchy from age. Looking back at him was a moderately handsome man with gray-green eyes, a short, thick nose, a long, thick red scar that ran across his neck. Chase frowned at the sight of his scar. An old woman wielding a knife flashed in front of his eyes, and he flushed the toilet. Ambling down the hall, Chase passed his living room, never noticing the redhead sitting cross-legged on the moth-eaten sofa. The woman was fit and wore a military-style uniform that was both tight-fitting, black, and styled like carbon fiber. The woman watched Chase enter his L-shaped kitchen and freeze. Chase stopped just as he entered the kitchen and turned sharply, thinking he had seen someone sitting on his sofa. But no one was there. His living room was empty. The TV was on, as was the overhead light. Weird, he mumbled under his breath. Returning to his kitchen, he pulled open the refrigerator door. Inside were a carton of orange juice, a stick of butter, a half-empty jar of mayonnaise, and half a Subway sandwich. Chase took the orange juice and downed it with two long gulps before tossing it into the trash in the corner of his kitchen. Chase's apartment was small. It consisted of a tiny L-shaped kitchen, a living room with a single moth-eaten sofa, a coffee table, and a television that looked like it was from the 80s, perched atop four blue plastic egg boxes. A window overlooking downtown New York set in the far left wall. A blue curtain decorated it. The television was on, and it caught Chase's eye. He didn't recall leaving it on. Well, that'll up the energy bill, Chase sighed. Chase was poor and currently drawing unemployment benefits after being released from his job as a construction worker. A bad temper, late arrivals, and knocking out a fellow employee will get you let go any day of the week. Adding to Chase's poverty were his grandparents, who died in prison years ago. You see, Chase's parents were murdered when he and his sister were young. Upon their death, Chase and his sister, Brianne, were sent to live with their grandparents who promptly spent the money both were set to inherit once they turned 21. Brianne worked three jobs to make ends meet and put herself through college while Chase tried to get by on one job. Chase wasn't lazy. He just wasn't comfortable being in social situations. He could deal with social situations if he had to, but they were something he didn't venture into willingly if he didn't have to. After turning the TV off, turning off the light, and ambling down the hall and into his room, Chase slid into his bed, his eyes heavy and his mind on his sister. He was thinking about calling her in the morning when he fell asleep. In his doorway, the redhead in the military-style uniform materialized out of thin air. After watching him for a long few minutes, she turned and exited down the hall towards the living room.